Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it is Monday, so we have another week ahead of us. And I'm just on my way home, not really going sourcing or anything today. Just trying to get home, get some work done, and get some of the things that I have been putting off for far too long out of the way. So I'm going to be going and packing up a lot of items to prep them for whenever they sell. That's something that I've been working on a lot recently, just getting items prepped to go so that whenever they sell, all I have to do is walk downstairs, slap a label on them, and throw them in my car, and they're good to go. So that's something I'm going to be doing a little bit tonight. I'm going to be working on some other ideas that I've been having, maybe a little bit more content creation. You could always use more of that. And so I'm just trying to really get things moving a little bit more. I took probably about two weeks and spent them a little bit more relaxed than I probably should have. But now I'm I'm definitely getting back into the swing of things. I have a lot more of a clear vision of what I really want to do. And I'm going to be doing some different things with just my business, trying to find different items, trying to source items that I find myself, trying to trying to use my the different software I have on my computer to hopefully pick things up for me while I am doing other other things. So just trying to do a lot of the same things that I've been doing, but actually trying to ramp it up a notch to where I'm actually putting down a good amount of, of capital on things and I'm going at products that I know will sell very well. And so that's what I've been putting a lot of research into. There are a few items that are going to be hitting some stores this weekend that I caught wind of just through different newspaper ads and things. It's crazy how you can find different items that are coming out just out of newspaper ads and there's different ways you can do that you almost have to know what's hot in the moment and then have to to look for that and and it's great having people that can help guide you through that and help Uh, having like a reselling group is always a good thing just because you can very easily find very easily find items that are coming out and trying to learn that is is a difficult thing when you're first starting out so I would encourage you if you're looking to kind of ramp things up a notch to get into one of those, they're they're super good. They're really, really nice to have as a another tool that you can kind of deploy. So I would encourage you to do that. But today's been a pretty uh, a pretty normal day. I mean, nothing too out of the, the normal or anything. I made a few sales on eBay, a couple higher priced items that were that I was happy to move out of my house. A couple items I sourced last week and got listed yesterday or the day before and finally got them sold, so I was happy about that. And got everything delivered to the post office and Walgreens and then went back, did a, another listing and worked a little bit on Instagram. So not really too too much going on out of the ordinary for me. I'm going to be doing some more listings. I have a couple items that I found more of that I need to relist. And so there's a, there's a thing that I do when I sell an item and then I go and look for more of it and I find more of it, you can go to the eBay Seller Hub, and if you're not signed up for the eBay Seller Hub, you should Google what that is and then sign up for it. It's completely free, and for me, I find it to be a lot better of a tool to use for selling than just the standard eBay page that they give you whenever you click sell. So, the Seller Hub's built for businesses. It's built a little bit more to to view your numbers and to see your transactions and things a little bit easier, and so that's what I use but I go to the seller hub and you can go to manage all orders and you can look at previous orders that you've sold and then click the drop down arrow and click sell similar and it will pull 
everything from that order, from the pictures to the title, the description, everything in that you had previously, and you can just hit submit and relist the item. Now, the one word of caution would be that it brings in the quantity of items too. So maybe if I sourced 10 basketball hoops or, or something like that, and the next time I go to relist them, maybe I only have five, make sure that you don't accidentally list 10. You don't wanna to go to bed one night and wake up and realize you sold 10 of an item that you don't have 10 of, because it could be a major problem and you may have to deal with some cancellations and or a negative feedback. So that's something to keep in mind, but I like using that because it saves me tons of time and really helps me. A lot of times the, the item listings don't change a whole lot over the course of when an item's hot. So you can really list items and, and then use that listing again a week or two later and not really have any problems with it. So that's something I would encourage you to do. If, you, if you're doing a lot of items that are hot or maybe you just find more of the same item, you can relist them that way and save yourself a ton of time. So I'm gonna go do that and then hopefully get a little bit more work done with just different things with my business. And then I think my aunt may be coming over for dinner tonight who is, she's not from around the area, she moved away. So maybe able to hang out with her for a little bit. So that'll be good. But outside of that, I've been looking a little bit on Instagram. I've gotten some good feedback on the podcast recently, so I'm super pumped about that. I like hearing that. I like when when I get like Apple iTunes reviews and stuff. Those are awesome to read. And so somebody messaged me and said, hey, could you talk a little bit about shipping? Very lightweight and very easy to ship, uh, like very small, non-valuable items and things like that. And so I've talked, I think I made a whole episode on shipping huge bulky items and how you can use FedEx and how you can use UPS to save money using those, doing those kinds of items. Cause that's something that's daunting for a lot of people. But when you first start out, if you haven't been doing this for a while, you don't really know the whole way that shipping lightweight items works either. And so I remember that there was a time when I was in college and we were trying to, my roommate was trying to ship something and the guy asked him to use first class shipping. We both kind of looked at each other and I thought he asked for a priority mail. Like I thought he was asking priority. I'd never heard of first class. And lo and behold, first class was something completely different. And neither of us had ever heard of that before. I'd heard of media mail, I'd heard of other things, but I'd never heard of first class shipping. And so for those of you who are just starting out or maybe you haven't shipped that much or, or, or whatever you're trying to sell, first class shipping is the cheapest way to ship items that are lightweight and that's pretty much it that are lightweight maybe small depends i think they may have restrictions on how large the item can be and you can look those up just by typing in first class uh, dimensional restrictions and stuff like that on google and you can pull those up but first class is really the best way to ship lightweight items when i say lightweight i mean a pound or less so on ebay i think it's under 16 ounces 16 ounces and under can count as first class shipping and then on mercari i think it's the same deal 50 it may be 15.9 on eBay. You may have to fact check me there. So you can you can give that a shot. But basically putting items for first class shipping when they're under a pound is the cheapest way to ship them. I think it starts out around three or four bucks and works its way up to about six or seven when you're shipping with eBay. And so right when you get up to that 16, when you get between 12 and 16 ounces, that range of prices can sometimes be as much if not more than priority mail and you have to look and see maybe you want to use priority mail for shipping that item because it may be 
maybe a 50 cents to a dollar more expensive or may even be cheaper and it comes with that $50 of insurance that you get with priority mail that you don't get with first class. So first class is, I think it's airmail and it's not only airmail, they do air and ground, but basically it's a fast shipping service for lightweight items. So you have priority mail, which is usually two day guaranteed, three day guaranteed. I've seen four day guaranteed for like out in Arizona when I've shipped from my house before. Priority mail is like the fastest, most reliable way to get packages with tracking, with insurance, all included. That's the best way to ship really any package until you start getting up to like the 10 pound range. But then when you look at shipping super lightweight items, seven pounds for a baseball card that really isn't worth much more than a few bucks isn't really cutting it. That's super expensive to ship something that small. And so first class is the it's like the mediator between paying between like mailing something in like a regular envelope and then actually sending it priority mail. So first class is for items that are about a pound or less. So one pound, 16 ounces or less. And it delivers typically in two to three days. Now with coronavirus and stuff right now, it's been it's been four to five days. It's been a little bit longer, but eBay still counts it as I think two to three days. They sent on a message saying that they are they are ready to adjust for longer shipping times and stuff. But I'm pretty sure on a normal on a normal schedule and during a normal time, eBay counts first class shipping as a two to three day service. So they'll add three days on from wherever you are shipping to how long it would take to get to the area, and then you may qualify for a fast shipping listing that way so it is still quick it's not as fast as priority mail but it's about within a day of what priority mail will do so i typically if it's if it's close in price to priority mail to ship it first class which occasionally for heavier items it is then i'll just do priority mail because i know it's guaranteed to be there within a certain amount of days i know it's faster that people like it and i get the the insurance with it so that's always a huge key too now when you're doing first class there's four different categories that you ship in four different weight classes i guess so there's zero to four ounces and that is its own set of weight ranges depending on the distance you're going and all of them are set up like that all of them have different prices within these different groups based off of the distance you're shipping the item then you have four to eight ounces you have eight ounces you have between like greater than eight ounces to 12 ounces and then you have above 12 ounces but less than 16 ounces or equal to 16 ounces in some cases and so basically once you go over one of those four pound four ounce thresholds you can expect to pay up for the next highest amount of ounces so if you're shipping an item that weighs six ounces i just always put the package weight as eight ounces because anything between anything greater than four but less than or equal to eight ounces is counted as the same so and that's like that for every interval so that's really what i do and so it's cheaper because that's just the way that the service is set up now it doesn't come with insurance or anything like that so you're not getting anything guaranteed that way so if you send out an item and it's worth 200 or 300 bucks you send out like or you send out like a Luka Doncic card like you could ship out a PSA 10 Luka Doncic Panini Prism silver card that's going for I don't know I haven't checked it in a while but it's upwards of 1600 bucks you could ship that card out first class you would be absolutely crazy to do that because you're not getting any insurance on that and you'd honestly be crazy not to buy the extra insurance anyways but you won't get anything covered on that so what i would do for that situation is i would do you know ship that priority mail and 
package that up really well. You can look up a lot of YouTube videos on how to do that. I personally have never really shipped any cards, but I, I have a general idea of how I would do it just from, from experience of watching other people do it. But you can look that up, and, and I would definitely recommend using priority mail for that. But for maybe if you find a something stupid like just a base, uh, maybe like a base um, Juju Smith-Schuster card that really isn't worth anything. It's not even a prism. Maybe it's just like an, I don't even know if they do optic for, I think they do optic. I think they do optic for uh, the NFL. But regardless, it's just a base juju card there's nothing special about it maybe it's worth like three or four bucks if you sell that on ebay you don't want to ship that priority mail because it's really not worth it so you slap that thing in like a top loader or a one of the like actual plastic cases that they make for cards and then you throw it in a bubble mailer and it'll go first class really easily and you can do the same thing for clothing too so a lot of my clothing i just do free shipping on on ebay and i'll ship it as a first class package now if you're going to do first class packages I recommend that you pre-weigh your items with the packaging just to make sure that you're within that 16 ounce threshold because what you don't want to have happen is you don't want to pick a certain amount to go free shipping and realize that you know you can make money on it because it's it's first class but then once it turns into priority mail you end up starting to lose money or, or not make nearly as much to where you would have sold it at the price you did. So you just want to make sure that you're covering yourself with that. You don't want to make sure you want to make sure that you're not overpaying for shipping because you didn't realize how much something weighs. And the other thing is, if you're choosing, if you're choosing to use first class, I don't believe you can choose priority mail on eBay. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. Basically, if you plan on using first class, I would mark it down that you plan on using first class because you don't want to kind of find yourself in a pickle when you go to ship it and then the person doesn't get it in their expected time to get it. They freak out on you and give you a negative feedback. That like that could happen. It would be rare for it to happen. But that's not to say it wouldn't happen. I mean, there's enough crazy people out there that do that kind of stuff, especially on Amazon. But eBay, eBay, just try and make sure you're marking the right shipping service if you can. Now, if you mess something up one time or two times, they're not going to dock you and they're not going to probably pay attention to it. If you have a shirt that you sell for 12 bucks and you forget to put first class, you put priority, you can ship it first class. They're not going to come after you or they're not going to do anything to your account. And more than likely, you're not going to get a negative feedback. But I would still try and be diligent with marking the right one just so you can avoid those kind of things or that kind of hassle. So, but yeah, first class is the way to go. Now, I typically keep Amazon mailers on hand. You can actually go and order mailers from Amazon or from eBay and get the, like the bubble mailers that you would get from the post office whenever you order them off of USPS.com. But they're, they're ones that can be used for first class. You cannot use priority mail boxes, priority mail packages, priority mail tape, any of that stuff. You cannot use that for first class. It does not work. The white boxes you get from the post office do not work for first class. You have to have a brown box or, or any other color box that does not say priority mail on it or bubble mailer. You cannot use bubble mailers, envelopes, any of that stuff. You cannot use that for first class because it's first class. If it says priority mail, you can't use that to ship it. And so I've gotten packages turned away before because I wasn't thinking. I threw just a piece of clothing in a bubble mailer, slapped a first in a priority mail bubble mailer and slapped a first class label on there. And I went in and they were like, well, this doesn't fly. And so that's why I keep a lot of like the mailers, the blue and white mailers. They used to be yellow. And I think there were even some brown ones at some point that Amazon used to send their packages out in. And so I keep those on hand. I save all of those and I have people save them for me if they can, just because it keeps me from having to pay for different shipping supplies 
but those are really good for first class items or items that you're trying to make within a certain weight that don't really need any sort of protection or anything like that. Like if you can just send it in a mailer, maybe you have like a heavy jacket or something and trying to keep under four pounds, they're good for that too. But for the most part, I use them for first class packages because they don't weigh very much. And Amazon's really good about the way they make their packaging now to where they're maximizing the amount of, of items that they can fit on a truck and they're maximizing and optimizing the amount that things weigh so that they're not overpaying for shipping. They want, they would basically, they would want to send it in like a, one of those like Ziploc bags if they could, but they just know that that's not going to protect everything. So their mailers are really good. They are some of the lightest mailers I can use that I found. So I make sure and save those because they're kind of like gold when it comes to first class shipping. They save you a lot of time. They save you a lot of money and they save you the the hassle from having to ship an item priority mail because you had too heavy of a bubble mailer, which happens more often than you would think. Actually, it's happened to me a couple times. And I didn't actually think it would, but that's how it goes. So yeah, keep those. If you sell anything, anything that's light, I throw stuffed animals in those things. Um, I've thrown t-shirts, I've thrown pants, I've thrown whatever I can, anything under 16 ounces, anything under a pound or equal to a pound, in most cases will ship first class. Now this doesn't apply to Poshmark, this doesn't apply to, well I don't know about Amazon, you do kind of go with what Amazon provides you, buy shipping labels through Amazon and, and don't even mess with buying them outside of that, but eBay and Mercari, for certain, you can do first class labels for as long as you are diligent in knowing that, like if on Mercari, you purchase the label through Mercari, then just make sure you choose the right weight limit. If you are doing it separately, then you can go to pirateship.com and buy the label first class shipping through them. And so that's what I do. eBay, I just buy first class labels through eBay because they're the cheapest to buy through and, and I try and, and keep my costs down. But that is exactly what I would do for lightweight items like cheap sports cards, cheap pieces of clothing, anything that's lightweight and not worth very much, you can ship very, very rest assured that your first class package will get there and you won't have any problems with it. Now, like I said, if you're doing something expensive that's lightweight, use a priority mail package. Anything that's over $100, I typically buy the insurance on just to make sure that I'm covered. It just just being diligent about that kind of stuff is important. But lightweight, cheap, non-expensive items, non-valuable items that people just buy for the novelty of them or just buy to have, you can ship this first class and be super, super okay, not know or not worrying about it, it having any problems. And it's fast, so it's a really good service to use if you still want to get that fast and free logo, or just the free or just the fast shipping with an eBay listing. So that being said, I'm gonna go. I think that that, that covers everything that I know about first class. Um, oh, one other thing: if you're shipping small packages that aren't lightweight, this is another thing. If you are shipping packages that are not lightweight, you can very, very easily ship those as long as they're small in priority mailboxes for cheap using Priority Cubic. And that's offered on Pirate Ship. I don't know if it's offered on any other websites, but Pirate Ship somehow worked out with USPS that they could, if it's under, if the entire package is under a cubic half foot, so 216 inches cubed, I think, yeah, at 216 inches cubed. If it's under that, then you can ship the package at like a super reduced weight, no matter how heavy it is, up to like 20 pounds. So that was kind of contradictory, but basically you can ship 
like a 19 pound item that's kind of considered heavy for shipping for really, really cheap as long as the volume of the item is very small. And the pricing then becomes about the volume, not the weight of the item for priority mail cubic. And it just has to be each side when you multiply all the sides together, there's three sides of a package. When you multiply those together, they have to be under a combined 216 cubic inches. So that is something that you can look at and, and use to your advantage as well. You're probably not gonna ship a solid gold sports card, but basically something like that where it's super heavy but super small, that is perfect for Priority Mail Cubic. And like I said, that's on PirateShip.com. I'm not affiliated with them. I've tried to get an affiliate link for them. They don't even make them, but uh, I just like using them because they are really, really cheap and they get the job done really well for me. So hopefully you can use that. Hopefully that helps you out with shipping lightweight packages or small packages, whether they be lightweight or heavy. And hopefully you can use that and save yourself some money and, and find a new way to ship things. So I'm going to go. I'll let you guys get back to whatever you're doing on this Monday, but you guys have a good one and I will come to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.